The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com. Welcome back to Giddy Up live from the Riverside Complex at Warwick Farm for day two of the English Classic Sales. Um, looking forward to seeing what unfolds today. It was a pretty successful day yesterday, so we'll talk to the English team in the next half an hour or so. But it's time to find you a couple of winners today with Bag of Tips. Benny Sedge done the form for the Victorian meeting at Stony Creek. Benny, I said good morning to you. Good morning, Gareth. How are you, buddy? Good, thank you, mate. What are we doing at Stony Creek today? Mind you, I'm going again for the $10 10K challenge because I'm two from two. Um, So I've got $40... Yeah, forty dollars to turn into eighty dollars today. So, what are you doing today, Benny? Mate, it looks a pretty, it's a pretty moderate card. I don't think there's a lot of value around. I'm going to kick off proceedings in race two, number five, Vigneron, Ma Eustace, Benny Allen. Look, this Shalar Gelding looks very well schooled from his jump outs. His most recent jump out at Cranbourne, he sat back wide in the field, chimed in nicely to win the jump out impressively under light riding. Look, he looks to have enough talent to knock off the maiden. This looks pretty moderate on debut. I think he'll be very hard to beat in race two, number five, Vigneron. Keep on going, brother. Race seven, number one, Midnight Charm, Clayton Douglas, Daniel Stackhouse to ride. Well, this horse got a lot of weight today, but I'm not overly concerned over the short trip. He should lead him up for a long way. He'll be very hard to run down. It's a moderate 58. As I said, he'll lead him up. And I think he'll, he'll prove too good in race seven, Midnight Charm. Just a two for me today, Gareth. Beautiful, mate. And you would have been happy with the horse. You got a share in Keats? Yeah, he ran super. I thought, um, obviously, we'll take a lot of improvement out of that run, but I thought he stuck on really well, riding the speed behind a couple that uh, obviously finished a bit further back in the field. So I think there's plenty of merit in that run, and uh, hopefully we can go a couple better in a couple of weeks' time, mate. Good on you, Benny. Thanks for that. There's Benny, I said, looking at Stony Creek. Newcastle and Dubbo, the venues in New South Wales and the Gallops. And Mickey Gaddon joins us. Hello to you, Mickey G. Morning, G. How are you? Good, thank you. The great tip-off's very own. Now, what are we doing at Newcastle, first of all? You're on the Beaumont track, mate, and the uh, rail's out two metres from the eight to the four, and then one metre of the remainder suggests that... uh... We're going to be sitting on pace, but in the running line's ideal, G. We're going to kick off there in race four, a horse called Frankie's My Dad. It's a filly by Frankel. He's really looking for the 2,100 metres today and should be getting the job done, mate. It's third up. Ticks all the boxes here in a very, very moderate class one maiden. So we'll go race four, number eight, Frankie's My Dad. And then we're going to go to race five, and this is a horse from the former Surrey Yard, Aaron Bullock, on board. Those two combined sensationally. You're only getting two dollars. Trialed really well. Thirteen fifty first up suits. So should be getting the job done. Race five, number one, battle space, G. All right, then what about um a Dubbo, mate? Yeah, Dubbo soft six, um, out four meters from the thousand to four hundred through the remainder. There's three horses I like. The first one we're gonna go race uh, one, number two, hot extraction should be getting the job done here. It was very good on pace, was taken on. Um, and the setup for the horse that was sitting here behind them to win. But uh, four mines are decent for there. That horse should be getting the job done. Then we're going to go to race two, extra in tenth, getting around the uh, $3.50 mark for that galloper. It was really, really strong through the line at Newcastle Beaumont. This is a much easier race out of Dubbo um, today. So that horse will get the job done. And then the best bit of the day, geez, is a slight risk to this one, but you're getting a good price around that $3 mark. 
Uh, race seven, number seven, Sharp Shock is very, very good in a class two. This drops back to a benchmark 58 today. Over the 1,300 metres is a minor query. It is 900 to 1,300, but you've just got to trust the uh, the trainer here. Uh, Rodney Northern knows what he's doing. The blinkers went on last start. The horse has just jumped out of the ground. Only needs to repeat uh, that effort to be winning. Roll forward, give us a huge sight. Race seven, number seven, Sharp Shock. I might see if I can catch up with Paul Massara because I, if you're keen on that galloper, I think Dean Watley next to me gave me the wink as well with Battle Space making its debut. He could be my third play in my 10K, $10,000 challenge. Oh, I like it, G. Yep. Hey, good on you, Mickey G. Looking forward to beating you in golf this afternoon. I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> See you soon. I thought we were in the same team, G. Oh, are we? Yes, we are. $1,000 a hole we're playing. Pro golfer. Okay. Um, you were... Watley. Yeah, two great mates going head to head. Yeah. yeah um, good on you, mate. Thanks for that. See you, boys. Darren Carroll joins us. Uh, he's our trot guru. I tell you what, we're close with Sleepy on Saturday night, mate, at the Night Pistol. Well under Karen Manning and Peter Manning winning, winning the race named after their champion Trotter. Um, with Plymouth Chubb, who's a great story. What a master trainer he is, Peter Manning. Um, but it was a great night of harness racing there. I thought it set Melton on Saturday night, Darren. Yeah, I sure was, Gareth. I was thinking of you halfway up the straight when Sleepy was sticking its head out. I was thinking, oh, gee, I hope mm. Gareth stuck thick here. But, uh, I was nearly sleeping Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I looked at the results and I thought, ooh. Um, and I watched the replay. She had her opportunity. The winner was just far too good. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, there's not a great deal between those trotters. Um, but as you said, really good story. Um, Plymouth Chubb winning the, the night pistol. So, and you know, good night's racing in uh, Menangle as well. So we've got a couple of good weeks ahead of us. Did you watch the Bondi Lockdown's performance on Saturday night? I did. Um, I love the way they're driving it, Gareth. Uh, it's probably typical of a horse that's bled. Um, they're not using it off the gate, so therefore just coming with one run. I doubt they'll change that. I think that will be the pattern they'll use and. Um, he could be very lethal in the right races. Yeah. Could he beat Captain Ravishing in a Miracle Mile? Uh, Barry Jaw dependent, pressure dependent. Um, he's the season companion compared to the other one. Yes, he can. Mm. All right, then what about at Warrigal today, mate? Do you have a moral for me? Oh, it's just a tough day, Jeff. Okay. Um, really hard day. I think we've got, no disrespect to Warrigal, but we've got um, better meetings throughout the week, so... Leave uh, my powder dry for the the, ch- the challenge for Warrigal, I'd say. Um, right. There's um, there's one race I really like, and that's race two. And I've stuck with Strapping Red. Uh, it's going to be around about flip of the coin. Um, it looks a two-horse race on paper. It's interesting. You'll recall the danger in the race is number six, uh, Rubio. It's the one that was really heavily backed when Jason Grimson drove it at um, Cranbourne a couple of weeks ago. It's since had a change of stable and um, now trained by the Tabor camp and had a soft trial, but, gee, I don't think you can sit parked and sit outside Strapping Red, and Strapping Red looks the leader around Warrigal, which is a massive advantage. Gets your man, SEN tracks uh, Anthony Butt on board. Yes. He drives leaders really well. So I think we'll get around flip of the coin, and um, I think it'll be winning. And... Um, that's really the only one I could find today because there's stacks of odds on favourites and yep. ones that I'm just not, not prepared to go into. All right, mate. Love your work. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks, Gar. Cheers. There's Darren Carroll. The dogs.com today. You, the home of Greyhound or everything Greyhound racing in New South Wales. Simon Orchard, good morning, mate. 
Morning, mate. Yeah, everything you can want under the sun. Thedogs.com.au. Gareth, gee, wasn't it a big night down there at the Meadows on Saturday? Unfortunately, oh, well, we. Lee got it done. But, gee, we yeah. just you got to sit back and marvel, don't you? Wow, she's fast. She's just an absolute superstar. She's a winner. Big stage. She knows what it's all about. And um, Amron Boy was there to beat her once again. But just like what happened in the Phoenix, just what like what happened in that match race at Sandown, he looks like he's going to beat her, but there's a difference of looming up and then going past. He hasn't been able to go past her. Yeah, the champions just find a way, don't they? And you're right, Amron Boy loomed again. You know, just missing... Is it missing the start or is that just his race stuff? I'm not really sure, but um, either way, mate, it's a marvel. You know, we, we obviously wish the Pearl could get up. She just got caught back in the ruck and the race is over pretty soon. Not all doom and gloom for us. As I mentioned, Stagger at Lee, a big, big winner um, down there again at a huge price. A wonderful job by the Strut team getting a New South Wales runner to win a group one down there. But didn't quite go to plan for us. Punters Bennett and uh, French Martin, a little bit disappointing perhaps in the Rookie Rebel. Always hard to win group one races, but still it was a great night and, and one to watch from afar and enjoy from up here in New South Wales. How do we back a winner in the Dogs in New South Wales? Three meets today, mate. Richmond race 12, number eight, Stet Senko. Big watch on this girl. She was from Victoria. She's up in New South Wales now. She ran at Lithgow a couple of weeks ago for, with no luck, uh, but I reckon today she could be better. She's got some form behind a dog by the name of Lovaz Bale. That greyhound ran third in a heat of the Melbourne Cup, and she beat home. She's a pearl in that heat. So, look, you'd think Stet Senko only has to replicate some sort of form behind Lovaz Bale to be winning this fifth grade race today. That's race 12, number eight, Stet Senko at Richmond. Now tonight, race 10, number three, Cumbria Lad. It's a Masters race. This guy hasn't been at his best the last couple, uh, but he has been stitched up at the boxes. He's had box six in four of his last five starts. Tonight he gets box three. It's a Masters race, as I said, without the likes of Manila Beef, Hot Streak and Cumbria Dreaming, who have all knocked him off in the past few. They're not here. He's a sharp dog when he's right, and I think tonight, third up from a fresh and not a lot of depth in the race. He should win. Race 10, number three, Cumbria Lad at Nowra. Then we finish at Maitland, mate. Race 10, number two, Whiskey Cobbler. The draw sets up perfectly for him. Hopefully he can bounce. He can stalk the leader. I'm loving it. That dog's pretty good. It's got a nice little record. But I just think Whiskey Cobbler's the stronger of the pair. If they're close enough in the run, he should be able to launch late over the top of her. He's got a nice record at Maitland. And I tell you what, Gareth, last night I had some rhubarb cobbler for dessert. Tonight, if he salutes, maybe I'll throw some Whiskey Cobbler in the oven. <laughs> You love your American sport. Are we playing anything today in the NFL, Super Bowl 57? Let's go, Eagles. Uh, look, mate, I just think at the end of the day, uh, Patrick Mahomes, if you're, betting on, if you're betting on the Chiefs, you're betting on Patrick Mahomes. Yep. If you're betting on the best team, I think it's the Eagles. And look, there's some question marks over that ankle of Mahomes. He looked all right against the Bengals. He's probably better in the two weeks since. But I just think they were fortunate to get through that game. They were a bit lucky to get through Jacksonville as well. And I think Philly, they've been underrated all year. We need our big Aussie, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Jordan Malatata or whatever it might be. He's going to block all day long uh, and it's going to be a good contest. But yeah, go go those Eagles. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that, Simon. Have a great day. There's Simon Orchard, thedogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing and the Watchy Tips in Victoria and the Dogs. He likes Grumpy Grange, race 10, number six at Geelong. Trelgan, race 10, number one, Be Charming. Warrnambool, race nine, number seven, Anna, you pest. And it's Shepherd and tonight, flip for 50, race two, dog number two. And his quaddy numbers at Warrnambool today, eight, six, one, first leg, two, seven, second leg, seven, eight, third leg.
and then 842. The final leg, $36, gives you 100%. Our American sport expert is Oscar Yeager, and he joins us now. Super Bowl 57. Oscar, good morning to you. How are we making some money as we get to you for bag of tips? Good morning, Gareth. Well, I think if you want to like a small bet, uh, sort of a, we'll have back Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. I think yep. it'll be a close game, and I think it'll come down to who's got the better quarterback, and Mahomes is just a freak. Um, and if there's one one drive to seal the deal, he'll he'll get the yards needed to either get a touchdown or a field goal. And then for a multi, which is going to pay 31 bucks, we're going to do we're going to back the under total, so 51 and a half points in the match. I think. Even though both teams are capable of high-scoring offenses, I think mm-hmm. it'll be low, relatively low-scoring, like kind of like the Bengals-Chiefs game was. We'll go Jalen Hurts under 240.5 passing yards. We'll go Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown in the match. We'll go Isaiah Pacheco, the Chiefs running back, over 16.5 receiving yards. And we'll go Dallas Goddard, the Philly tight end, over 48.5 receiving yards. So that pays right. $31, that multi. We might have to, um, you might have to write that down for us, can you? We'll do. I'll and tweet put it. that, yeah, put that on social media. We appreciate that. Good on you, Oscar. Beautiful guy. Thank you. There's Oscar Yeager there. Time for a quick break. This is Giddy Up live from Riverside here at Warwick Farm for day two of the English Sales. It's great to be with you on the other side of this break. We'll talk some New Zealand racing and what a weekend they had there at Tarapa with a couple of Group Ones. So Graham Rogerson. The Hall of Fame trainer will be joining me to have a chat about Sharp and Smart's victory in that Group 1. And Butch Castles as well will be joining me here on Giddy Up.